All right, let's do this. How are you, what the fuckers? What the fuck buddies? What the fuck nicks? What the fuck apinos? Uh, the what the fuck me's. Uh, you, of course. The what the fuck me's. Fuck me. How good does that sound rolling off the tongue? I'm sorry, people who are driving their kids. Fuck me. Sorry. Sorry. It's so catchy for a, a, a small child to pick that up and spit it right back in your face. I apologize. You know, maybe I should just not do that at all. Maybe I should get rid of all the fucks on the show entirely so uh, so I can be more family friendly. So you, uh, you parents can listen to this you know, inside the car when you're trying to ignore your children. Maybe I should be more considerate of you. I'll think about that. I'll jot it down here on a piece of paper and uh, I'll make note that perhaps the, the, the fuck is out. Out, out with fuck. Right? Okay. That said, amazing guest today, Leslie Jones. Uh, an incredibly funny, aggressive, interesting comedian. This story... He, when we talked, it was one of those stories where it just, you know, her ambition and her desire to be a comic, uh, I found to be in- incredibly uh, uh, compelling and, and, and sort of her journey was very astounding to me uh, in a lot of ways. And I, and I think you'll dig that. Also, my book, Attempting Normal, out at the end of April, is available for pre-order, and I'd like you to do that. If you'd like my book, Attempting Normal by Mark Marin, which will be available in an ebook, an enhanced ebook, and a audiobook eventually, is now available for pre-order in a hardcover edition. At uh, you can go to Amazon, you can go to Powell's, you can go to your try your favorite bookseller online. Look up Attempting Normal by Mark Marin and pre-order that. iTunes is another place. I know the publisher gave me one link where you go to their page and then you can link to whatever you want. That's probably a smart way to do it. Probably be an easier way for me to do it, but I'm not doing it that way. So look, uh, I just got back from dinner. I went to a vegan restaurant. Oh my God. I went to a vegan restaurant. As you know, Jessica's vegetarian, but not vegan, but uh, we look for these options. Usually what you do is you find a restaurant that we both like and, and, and we look at the menu and she says, oh yeah, there's plenty of stuff I can eat. But today I believe I suggested that we go to the vegan restaurant. And to be quite honest with you, it's always just okay. All right, the best vegan restaurant possible is only going to be okay. You know why? Because it's fucking vegan. All right. And in my mind, it's like, don't call it a burger. How about not calling it uh, chicken? How about we don't call it uh, uh, buffalo wings style? It's not. It's some sort of like compacted gluten uh, clay. I don't know what it is, but it's like I think they do a disservice to themselves by trying to aspire to uh, what they're pretending to be. Just call it what it is. Just call it Satan or wheat goo uh, or, or something, whatever the hell it is tempeh and i got no problem with it i can eat it but if you're going to put it on the menu as cheesecake and there's no dairy in it it's not cheesecake and you take a bite and all you can the best you can say is like yeah i get it it seems it's kind of like it but it's not good but if you just say this is fake cheese agar agar uh, uh gelatinous goo cake that's not made with any eggs or anything tasty or fatty that would that would make it really rich and delicious then uh that you should just have some honesty in the menu i'm just saying that if you're not a vegan and you're deciding that you're going to go to the vegan place and they've got cheesecake the best that can happen is you like take a bite and go yeah i mean it's not fucking cheesecake but i mean it, i guess it'll work if this is the kind of thing that 
you want to stay away from. If you're terrified of cheesecake for whatever reasons, or you're ideologically opposed to consuming something amazing, and you'll just have to make do, maybe that's what they should call a vegan restaurant. Uh, make do. What do you think of that? Come on. Okay, strap in. Uh, Leslie Jones is about to uh, enter. Uh, she's got great stories, man. She's a she's she's the real deal. She's the real deal. So let's talk to Leslie Jones. Yeah, I mean, I like it's weird because I've only met you maybe once. I, I, I yeah, and I don't even remember when that was, but we have met. I met you at that commercial that we did. We taped that commercial at the Laugh Factory or whatever. Remember when we had to read from. Uh, the uh, the divorce law or some shit uh, you remember hilarious right that I don't even remember that was I can't remember a health healthcare or oh something. it was a healthcare thing I think it was a healthcare thing right I so I met that. you then and then uh, you know I, I watch your stuff on uh, on the YouTube and I talked to Al about it I just like it's there, I just didn't know um, and you work at the comedy store too all the time and like the stuff when people say they see me on YouTube I always be like oh please come and see the new stuff because that's just <laughs> you know what I'm saying I mean like I understand that they enjoy that which is great because that was a part of who I was but I'm, I feel like I'm so much more like I talk about stuff that, that make you know I'm not saying I wasn't well, we all grow yeah yeah. I'm, I've grown that's you a can't. good word <laughs> I'm gonna use that from now but on. how long you been out here um Man, that's crazy. Uh, I came out here in 82 as a child. With as my, a child. With my family. Uh-huh. Right? From where? Uh, Memphis, Tennessee. Wow. My dad was an electronic engineer. Yeah. And uh, he came to work at KJLH with Stevie Wonder for his radio station. Really? Right. So when I came out here, I went to high school, went to Linwood High School. I went to Linwood High School with Suge Knight. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. So I went to high school out here and then um, I ended up playing basketball and then going to college. Yeah. In Colorado. Uh, yeah. Where and, in Colorado? Uh, Fort Collins. Oh, that's a good place. Yeah. I had a full scholarship and that's where I started doing comedy. Wait, now let's go back. So do you remember when did you leave Memphis? Oh, I left Memphis when I was 14. Do you remember Memphis? Yeah. This is a pretty good city, man. Man, when I when we were there, it yeah. was awesome. Yeah, it it was where I was born. You yeah, know? it was yeah, where yeah. I came up. All my friends were yeah, there. Yeah. I knew all the high school. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was awesome. And then we had seasons. Yeah, <laughs> does that make sense? When no, I came out here to California, <laughs> yeah, I was a so country can, bumpkin. <laughs> really? No, I really was, and I did not understand because I was popular in Memphis. Yeah, because I was on the basketball team and I was fun and I was, you know, everybody knew my dad because he worked at the local radio station. I was the shit. Right. Can I curse? Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, of course. Okay. You can. Yeah, yeah. No, we're not live <laughs> and we can say whatever we want okay. here. Yeah. Yeah. I was the shit in Memphis. So yeah. when I moved out here to California, I was a fucking hillbilly and it was a nightmare. But you live right in the city in Memphis? I mean, or did you live in a... In, we in a... lived in Frazier. We lived in Frazier, uh, Frazier County. Yeah. Which, to me, was the main... I mean, Germantown and all that was the bougie at the yeah. time. But, yeah. like, now, if you go back, Germantown is not... Like, yeah. It's so, somewhere else now. Do you still have family back there? Oh, yeah. All my family... Well, my mom, my dad, and my brother are past. But uh-huh. my grandmother, my aunts, my cousins, all of them live in Memphis. So you go back... Yes, once in a while. Yes, I do. Like, yes. I don't know. Like, I talk to people from the South, and I have no, like, I find it fascinating for some reason because I, you know, I, I, 
I don't condescend it because I've been there. I've been in Nashville. I work in South Carolina, North Carolina next week. I mean, I go down there, but there's something about it. They're stuck. They're stuck. They're they're (laughs) normal. They're really normal. Yeah. Like they're normal. Yeah. Like when you go to New York, California, you know, when you go to these type of cities, we're, I hate this and I don't want to say this because I don't want the South to be like, oh, what are you trying to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just that, they take life a little bit more simpler than we do. Yeah. We're we're like bam, 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 right. bam, 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 bam. Yeah, yeah. They're like, we'll watch that on TV. We'll watch the bam, bam on TV. <laughs> but right now, we I'm don't gonna, need it. Yeah. yeah, right now I'm gonna go make some potatoes, <laughs> some chicken. It's nice, right? It's it's very nice. When I go there, I lose my mind <laughs> because it it's is... too slow. I can't. Oh really? You freak out? Oh my out? god! Isn't my it? my aunt spends mm-hmm. like an hour in the grocery store. How do you do that? <laughs> Auntie, I got something to do. What, what? you doing? <laughs> the grocery store is nice. No, it's yeah. not. <laughs> it's, I was like, I want to go. It was. I felt like a hostage. Like mm-hmm. it was just so slow. But you know, when you when you know, it's that's what it is. That's so. That's what it is. We're we're very right. We're different type of beings. So your dad comes out here to work for yeah. Stevie Wonder. Yes, Stevie Wonder owns KGL KGLH. I don't. I didn't know that. It's yeah. See, because you're white. Um, uh, look, it's not my fault. I know it's not your fault. I mean, Poor I did baby. what I could. You it's know? all right, though. It's okay. It's okay. It's no. some things about white people I don't know. You know? Um. Ask me anything. I'm here to help you out. I have some questions. Um, um, it's I think it's ninety two point three or something like that. So does that mean that Stevie Wonder was a part of your life? I mean, well, I. If I met him, I don't remember, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure I did meet him because we always was at the radio station. The one memory that I have from my dad at the radio station was that I was in love with the group DeBarge. Do yeah, you, I remember You know DeBarge, DeBarge right? Sure, okay. Not that way. Okay, I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I've listened to any of their music, but I, there was a there oh was a God. few DeBarges, it wasn't was there? It was DeBarge and Duran Duran that I was All right, well, in I love know with. that one. Okay, so DeBarge, I like had posts. I mean, I was in love it and they came to the radio station and my dad could not wait to get home to tell me that they was gonna be at the radio station and you get to meet them and, uh-huh. and i fainted and i was like i'm not going i refused to go i sent my brother yeah. <laughs> so i was like there's no way i'm gonna meet them you know what i mean they're they won't like me they won't like me you know and i don't want them to, to judge me i didn't i was like well i i did i didn't feel like i was the pretty girl you know i'm in california you know mm-hmm. i was like they're not gonna like me that way and and i can't i, I literally that's was, what you wanted though <laughs> yes i was you know that's that's just why ready to, see that's why i have a problem with the r kelly thing yeah him having the sex with the 13 year old yeah, era yeah, i was like yeah. oh she's a 13 year old shit i was like if i was 13 and in love with r kelly and he asked me to come to his hotel i would go if elder barge would have said i love you and want to marry you i'm marrying elder barge do you understand me yeah i do understand so, so it's just like but you're not supposed to have that say at 13. You're exactly. <laughs> but I'm 13. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. But I was, I was, my dad was so furious at me. He was like, I can't believe that you, and, and, and I remember, he was like, these little sissy boys. And he would just, that would piss me off when he would call them sissy boys. But they were really, really yeah. feminine, yeah. soft. But I loved them. So did you go or do you need No. Go? I oh. sent my brother. My brother went and he met him and he got him to sign it for me oh, and okay. everything. Uh. And they, and and he put on, Elder Barch put on there, I wish you would have came and met me. And I cried like a baby because oh. my dad was like, you should have went. I was like, I didn't know that. <laughs> but I end up meeting him yeah, on my birthday at the comedy store. Recently. 
Really? And I told him the story, and he said, I remember that. Oh, my God. What was he doing over at the store? Just he hanging around? He was just around? there watching comedy. He's not as hot as he used to be, huh? No. It it, <laughs> it was, no. I freaked out. Yeah. I literally, <laughs> everybody could not believe it because, you know, I'm usually very kind of serious or yeah. I don't, yeah, you know, yeah. I smiled, you know, yeah, yeah. but I was like, cheese. I was like a little, I turned into a 14-year-old. I was like, oh, my God, I had your poster. I used to go to the radio. There used to be this, um, this uh, uh, music shop on the way home yeah. and I would stop there every day to watch their video because he would play the video for me every day every oh day I would God. stop so him you were obsessed I, and then yeah. when they took the poster because they would put posters on the wall for yeah. the albums yeah. when he took the poster off the wall and gave it to me yeah. I remember just literally like running home right I remember running home with the poster with the poster and <laughs> could not wait to get it on my wall and I stared at it all night. I ate dinner in there. My mom let me eat dinner. She was like the you one just, time. Like a shrine. To, I, was, I was so in them uh, and Duran Duran. Yeah. Well, the bars, what was he like now? I mean, did he? He was he, so sweet. He was yeah. Is he still, very still tour and stuff? I mean, is Yeah, he, he actually still sings. He's not with the group anymore. It's El DeBarge. Right. He's, he's vibes. I don't know what the rest of them is there Is there more than like one DeBarge? It was a lot of drugs involved. Is there a lot of DeBarges? It was like five. Yeah, well, actually, originally it's 10 DeBarges. Yeah. Okay, do you remember the group Switch? No. Fuck. What? What do you want from me? Oh. What, how would it, am I supposed say, to know I them? I call your name, girl. You don't even remember that song? Sure, okay. I'll go you with remember, you. Okay, damn. <laughs> I know. But they used to, there used to be a group called Switch. And right. those were the two DeBarge okay. brothers. Right. They, they, and they helped the little young ones make another group. And that was the one that you liked? Yes. And this is a guy from that group? Yes. His, this is El DeBarge. El, he was the leader. He was, the, And he had that little shitty mustache, right? Didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he did have the... <laughs> you remember, to the beat of the beat of my third night? Yeah, yeah. That's them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I just revealed some shit to you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a dark shit there. I have a there. feeling that you're going to be cutting this laugh in your ass. I'm going, I can't believe it. Fuck oh, it. no, no. It's all going in. <laughs> but did he... What, did, how did he look? He... Oh... But oh, I didn't care because I was like Elder Barge, and he was so nice to me. You should have gotten him to sign something. He did. I don't remember what he signed. I don't remember what he, he did, but it was my birthday, so he took a picture with me too, mm. and and it was just like. So you got closure on that. Oh, shit. it that you know, and when I told my friends the story, they was like, "Oh my god, that is so cool! You got closure. Yeah, you yeah, like right. you got to meet, and then <laughs> and you could you could still barely <laughs> handle it. I could not. <laughs> I've talked about. I called my grandmother. Everybody, I was like, "Oh my god, I'm in the words. Your grandmother's still around. Yes, and you know what? And I like to give a shout out to my grandmother. I wish I know she's probably not going to ever be listening, but just to give a you shout can, out to you her. can uh, you she, can show her where to listen. She, yeah, well, she got just got out the hospital because you know she has a pacemaker. Yeah. So something happened where they had the uh, operator on and it wasn't going too good, but she fought through this. She's like eighty three, and that's your father's mother. Yes. And what happened she to is your a soldier? What happened to your dad? Well, my mother and my father, they passed away like six months within each other. They were very sick people. Very oh. sick. Very sick. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's too bad. Yeah, it is. But you know what, though? It's so crazy because they were great people. Yeah. And, you know, you know, if you think about our parents, mm -hmm. they did not take care of themselves. They, my, my parents, my dad drank like a soldier. <laughs> yeah. And I don't remember them ever having a glass of water in their hands. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. fruit. And now we did. They made us do it. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. But because we were athletes. So right. we was always drinking water and, and eating good and stuff. But my dad. Yeah. 
Didn't give a shit. You know, I'm exercise. Are you exercise? What? I mean, you know, and my mom. Oh my goodness! I remember my mom used to to chew gum and smoke a cigarette at the same time. I was just like, that is talented. Wow. That but, is talent. But they pushed you into athletics. They pushed all. Well, first of all, this is what I. If parents are listening right now, sure you are. guys have to understand that children are crazy. Hmm. No, seriously, mm-hmm. we are crazy because we're full of hormones, we're full of new beginnings, we're full of veins that are being developed. Yeah. We are crazy. And brains growing. Yeah. No, and I hate to say it like this, but they are like pets. Yeah. Because you have to train them. Yeah. They No, you, and I hate to say it, that <laughs> energy right. goes somewhere. Right. So it's either going to go for the positive or it's going to go for the negative. Right. Right. And my mom knew that about me because I was that kid. You could go either way. Oh, my God. I was that kid, homie. My my first DVD is named Problem Child because yeah. my mom used to call me that. Yeah. She, she sat me down one day. She was like, you know you're a problem child, right? Well, what'd you do? I was just, it wasn't even like I was doing things on purpose. Yeah. I was just a clown and I didn't know it. Right. I was just always in trouble. I called my teacher a buffalo butthead. I yeah. remember that. That, yeah. was, that was the draw because I made her cry. <laughs> You oh, made the teacher cry. Yeah, I, mean, I did that. I yeah. think it's a comedian's rites of passage to oh make. You got to make at least one teacher cry. Oh my god! And I had to go back and apologize oh. to her because she really did. I called her Buffalo Butt. Because head. you you were the leader of the class because you were funny, and so when you did that, the whole class turned on her, and you just won, right? No, they didn't turn on her. They turned on me because they was like, "You made the teacher cry," oh. and that's fucked up. Oh really? Because like, she was a nice teacher. Oh shit. Yeah, and they was like, "That's fucked up," and and so you know she must I, have had other shit going on. I mean, well, you know. She she had a right though because I was fucking around yeah. and I think some she I don't know if she hit me with a ruler or she something happened and I was like Buffalo butthead yeah and she was like look you go sit down no you go to the principal's office right now yeah and and you and she was like it, 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 and she just started crying oh. and everybody in class was like oh, oh shit and then so when I went to the office I actually wasn't gonna get sent home the principal yeah. was like man you need to calm down and go in there and act right and apologize to you he was like what did you call her anyway I was like I called her a buffalo butt yeah. he was like oh no you're going home really that was it he was pissed what is, so, what I was what like is, it's buffalo butt what is, what is that? and I got it from good times the bookman was the, the landlord and he used to always call him buffalo butt Mm-hmm. So I called her, bu- and it was a black class, so mm-hmm. it's a black teacher. She knew what Buffalo Butthead was. All right, so that's right, an right. Insult. Did you ever watch Good Times? I had Jimmy Walker in here. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but you ever talked to that cat? Yeah. Dude, I'm he sure. can talk, man. Yeah, I'm scared of him. Are He's, you? Yeah, he frightens the shit out of me. Why? <laughs> well, I mean, he's an old man. Yeah, I don't. That, I, don't uh, <laughs> I just because I'm scared, I might say something from Good Times, and he freak mm-hmm. out and kill everybody in the room. You know? He's got that intensity, huh? Yeah. He knows a lot of shit, though. He knows. He does. All, he, 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 you know, if you want to talk about the comedy store, he'll take you all oh, the way back. Oh man, so many have Gallagher. Oh my God, talking to him is like talking no, to. He stormed a space out on me. Cadet. He walked out. He is walked out. Woo-hoo. Yeah, he stormed. Like I, wow. I, was, I was recording he, an interview. He's like, "I'm not doing this." And do, he took do off. They all have like the little, something. I mean, do they that have, generation? The is ones it that, that generation. Well, I mean, you know, Gallagher made it real big, and you think that well, Jimmy Walker made it real big for a while, then he sort of disappeared, and he was like, he was just working. And well, I think the same with because Gallagher. They don't want to catch on to. Okay, it's much like what we're going through with how the Twitter and all of that is mm-hmm. taking over. Mm-hmm. You know how you know we yeah. don't get TV deals no more. We get them internet deals and all that. You know, <laughs> they make your own internet. Exactly. Deal. I, this is what this exactly. is. Exactly, <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. But that it's changed now. So for them, they had to go through a change too. That you use what it is that that makes you popular. Like to me, Jimmy Walker would have been so popular if half his act would have been about good times. Yeah. I'm sorry. It he would no. He would sell. 
sell places out now, if he came out and was like dynamite yeah but you know it's a, it gets a little weird it's a little sad isn't it, it? Well, i mean you, you know, know those what? acts you know those hey, guys like, hey you know. hey I, john witherspoon yeah john witherspoon comes out yeah. dressed like he is in friday and he does these jokes and i'm telling you it's hilarious yeah and then he goes on to his regular set right it, you only have to spend about 15 20 they, they just want to see it for a second yeah you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I always tell people, you know, you got to give, sometimes you got to, there's a compromise with you on stage. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You have to do it enough to where it doesn't fuck with your brain, but and enough to make them happy also. Yeah. You know, I'm an entertainer. Sure. You know? Yeah. I, I, I sometimes struggle with that, the, the notion of that. I, and you know what? Let me tell you something. It's yeah. okay because we are humans also. Right. But what I always tell people is that, and this is what I teach my students sometimes because whenever I teach, I teach them that we're, the the audience is not there for us. You teach what comedy? Yes. Where at? Uh, I, at at the uh, Rock Paper mm-hmm. on uh, Sunset. Sometimes, sometimes I'm not doing it. This what is that? It's uh, it's like a little coffee shop. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a little coffee. And you shop. just do like do and they, they have, have stand up there. They have like stand up and there. and it's something you came up with, or they just uh, well, they, they were. Come? I think they were already doing it, and I went in and helped them for a semester. And, oh, really? Uh, and had students graduate and did very well. But I'm very hard. I I noticed that my class was great though. They yeah. loved me, and because I was real, and I, that's not funny. Like I'm I'm that. That's yeah. not funny. Well, you're Please, a killer you on ever stage. Say that again. Like, <laughs> what do you, what do you do with these sort of soft spoken comics that are just kind of looking the other way and doing their soft jokes? Because <laughs> that's who they are. Well, you, you know, that, you let them be that. Yes, you know, you because if it? that's who you be, I always. This is what I tell. Like I say, I tell my students, stay where you live. Yeah. Where do you live? If yeah. that's where you live, then and it's funny, then that's what you do. You don't have to be me. I don't want you to be me if that's not who you are. Cause I'm crazy, and I've been this way for a long time. So you know. All right, so you're out here. You're a kid, and you know, and you you graduated high school, and you, you went to high school at Chug Knight. Yes, at Linwood High. Did you see that? Did you see those videos of Cat losing his mind? I haven't seen them, but I've seen some stuff. But the the weirdest thing about it is like one of them. Uh, it's just a, it's a cell phone footage, you know, and you know, he's losing it, but he's up there rambling and taking his shirt off or whatever. And then Suge Knight comes out and all you hear these, these voices going, is that Suge? It's Suge. <laughs> they didn't give a fuck about, <laughs> they didn't care about Cat Williams. I think that's Suge. <laughs> that is so, and do you know he was the same person in high school that he is now? Just a, a big a, bully. Yeah. It's a big bully. Yeah. He used to have a big lunch sack too and he had a curl. But I was in love with him though. Because he, he looked had like a lunch sack and a curl. Because he, Suge Knight. <laughs> That's he looked, good to he know. Looked, he looked like one of the debarges. So I was in love with him. I was <laughs> And uh, until he hit on my cousin and then I hated him forever. Oh, because you're jealous? Oh my God. And I hated my cousin for a year because she, she, I mean, she go out with him. No, she hated him. She, she was the cool cause she was the cousin that was like, he is a brute and a bully. I don't, you know, she was that person, but I still was mad at her because he hit on her. Yeah. She was like, okay, if you don't want to talk to me because that big idiot (laughs) had to talk to me, then then you're stupid. (laughs) Yeah. With his big lunch sack. That he would go into the nurse's <laughs> office and eat. You think I don't remember that, Marion Knight? Oh, oh, oh no! <laughs> What's gonna happen? <laughs> he ain't gonna knock me out. I'll talk about his mom. I know where your mama live at. Yo, so yeah. Well, cat, like I don't know what's going on oh, with him, God, man. You know what's going on? Stop. The drugs. Well, this is what I have to say. Funny guy. Because I don't man. like. I don't. 
like to talk no, bad I mean, about yeah, him no. only because he made me rich for a year. You know what I'm saying? I was on tour with him for six months. You were. And he gave me love. I mean, talking about real love. He wasn't scared to go up after me, which a lot of comics are scared to follow me. And it was hard because I was killing that shit. Yeah. So, and he gave me a lot of love. And I feel bad for what's happening to him right now because what's what's happening to him right now is, is he's sick. And... Instead of, I think, somebody just grabbing him and going, yo, you're sick, everybody's entertained off it because that's what type of society we well, are. Well, right they're now. entertained off it, but also I think he's, he's got he's a, helping it too. Oh, boy, he's, he's got a, a lot of people that he's their payday. I mean, he's surrounded. I mean, that's, that's a, true. That is I, the, the. That's very. That's, uh, the, that's very true. The, and Cat is very generous right. too. Well, that's the posse problem. It's like you, know, you got these guys watching your back, but then they're like, you know, yeah. I got to take some time off. They're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, he's he's very generous. Like when we were on tour, there was one time that he called everybody that was on tour into the room. He came out with this big basket of money, yeah. and he gave everybody bonuses. Just a big basket Just of money. Bas- it's all no, cash. Seriously, like it was crazy. <laughs> It was crazy. Like with bands around it yeah. or just loose money? Just... I'm so serious. That's like amazing. straight, like... I, I, <laughs> Stack it, of money. Yeah, and it was awesome. It was... It, you At the time, you're thinking, this is awesome. But, you know, I really honestly believe that we don't, as humans, go... You know this is not going to last forever, right? Mm-hmm. This is this is really a stage. I think we we, we don't get that until we're older. Yeah. Oh, and no, I know. If you're lucky. Yeah, yeah. You you're know, right. What the fuck times. was I thinking? Because yeah. <laughs> right? my thing is... I why if someone is handing you cash like that your student loan ain't paid off yeah do you understand what i'm yeah, saying yeah, like yeah, the yeah. dumb shit that i did yeah, like yeah. i live nation was paying me but i was making them pay me in cash cuz i'm black yeah. and i don't take checks so <laughs> yo let me tell you something what's please greg fix simmons yeah. talked about me Greg says, Greg had me in tears. He was talking about me so much. He was like, you fucking hell. How are you going to tell Live Nation who plays the Rolling Stones? <laughs> I don't care if you play the Rolling Stones. You're going to pay me. <laughs> Cash. <laughs> what, why is that a black thing? Because black people don't write checks. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> checks. I've seen Take no check. I've seen a lot of credit card action. No. Well, credit cards is different because you can instantly get some money with credit card, but checks is a whole different. You got ID, you got the, you know, you got second signatures and shit. No, come on now. Yeah, all right. <laughs> so you okay? So you left here. You got a scholarship to Fort Collins. Now, Colorado is probably the whitest state in the world. The what? Absolutely, and probably still is the white. You know what? Like, I I'm think sc- that that's what I'm, they need I'm, to change. I'm not white enough to. for Colorado. No, they would kick you the fuck out. They'd be like, "Yeah, you got some engine or something, in you son. You yeah, got-, got some Jew in there. There was some Jew in What's there. What's going on? You ain't yeah. pure. You ain't pure. No, it not only are the is the very whitest town. Mm-hmm. It's the very purest. They have only the purest air there too. Mm-hmm. I think they, they check your lungs when you pass the border. <laughs> that motherfucker. See, that's how. When we went, when I went up there and was working out, that shit was killing me. The air because it's too high altitude. It was killing me, son. Well, I mean, you get sick, you get tired. Oh, you know, it was you can't just breathe. oh my god, it was killing me. And I was, I was, uh, I still was the best basketball player on the team. Because, Were you the only black player? Yes, I was the only black player, Mister <laughs> Marin. Yes, yes, I was yeah. the only black player. Well, <clears throat> there was a light skinned girl, but she really didn't count. Yeah. So, um, and she didn't come to the next year. So, but how? But how did that make you feel? How were you treated? Were you, First of all. I hated every, I complained, literally, I got there and I didn't know that I was going to be the only black girl on the team. I walked in. How about in the school? No, it was. Was there other? It was, it was, it was, it was, was, okay, Mm -hmm. when I got there, 
literally I was like, I I am fucking in this is this is I don't know if how this is gonna work out because right. I'm very militant too. Yeah. So I'm very outspoken. So yeah. what what did you yeah. you know, I'm yeah. that and so it's like when I walked into basketball practice, I walked in with a radio. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm the stereotype. Yeah, on your shoulder. I walked in yeah. like I was going to the park to play ball because yeah. that's where I played is yeah. at the park. Yeah. And I played yeah. like up like yeah. And, like, uh, but uh, my coach, Coach Berger, Brian Berger, and I love you to death, dude. If you ever listen to this, this is one of the best men. And and he doesn't know that I know that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because when I left, I you know hated him. But Fuck all of you. he always <laughs> yeah. but he actually was a great dude. He brought yeah. me there for that reason yeah because these girls were stiff they they started playing different when i started playing with oh, them because i was them blocking shots and elbowing <laughs> bitches and i was playing like you know yeah. Yeah. california ball and yeah. they was like some of them girls had never even met a black person before wow and that was so it was you know it was, it was an adjustment for me and i was very lonely i was in colorado and a lot of times i was like and i didn't know i had the red shirt Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Because I was coming from another college. Okay. My coach was at that college and he left and then he brought me with him. Right. So I had to leave a college and that means I had to sit out and I didn't know that. Okay. So when I got there, I'm like, what the, f- you mean I have to practice still and red shirt? <laughs> Fuck this. I was like, no, nah. it, it was hard. It was like four hours of practice, two hours of weight training, two hours of study hall. And that's every day. Yeah. They was asking us to do that shit every day. When, so, you, when were you able to play? Uh, I think it was going to be like a year. I had yeah. to wait a year. I had to right. sit a year out. Oh my God. And I was like, oh, I was rebelling on all levels. So my coach knew that I was like at the point where I was, I wanted to go home because mm. he came to my apartment. I had my mattress in the living room because mm-hmm. I just was like, I just was like, this was so new to me. Like I had my own place. I was like this. If I, oh God, if I could go back, if I could go back with my mind now, oh God, I would have ran that place. <laughs> I would have ran Colorado. Do you understand me? Why'd you have your mattress in the living because room? Because I was scared. I didn't want to sleep in the room. It was nobody in the apartment with me. You know, I was fucking alone. I was scared. So I'm a kid. I was like 18. Mm-hmm. So when he came to the apartment, he was like, oh, my God, you got to meet people. You got to meet other black people. So he found the BSU on, on campus, mm-hmm. the Black Student Union. Yeah. Yes, there's a building full of black yeah, people yeah. on the campus, Here and I'm go. sending this you This is there. where we keep them. And this, <laughs> the, and this, if you was to talk to him today, he would say that was the worst thing I ever did because I completely became a party animal. Yeah. I mean... Finally. I was red shirting too. Finally, yeah, you know, I'm not playing. Just... Yo, I walked in the building and it it was literally like it was like when I when when I was walking outside, then I walked in. It was like that's exactly how the mood changed when I walked in. Them, I was like, yeah, I'm home, son. Somebody give me some Stevie Wonder, you know. So. And I hooked up with them, and they literally, I was the only black girl on the basketball team, so that was an honor in that, you know, Mm -hmm. in the black You were the shit. Oh, shit. And I was funny. I didn't know I was really as funny as I was, and I would say crazy shit. I would do, and I was in Colorado, so nobody knew me, so I could be anybody. Right, so I became th- I became you, you, that person. So that's what that was the first real comedy. That experience was the real and, and Danita Abernathy from the student union. She put me into this contest, this comedy contest. She was like, I when she told me she she sat me down like she was gonna break some bad news to yeah, me. Yeah. Like she was like, I need you to sit down. And I was like, okay, well, you know, I mean, you all right? You know, because she had fucked this dude and I thought she was pregnant. Oh. so I thought she was finna tell me she was pregnant. So I was like, you all right? You know, mm-hmm. what I mean, I know yeah. you. She's like. I don't really think that you realize how funny you are. Uh-huh. And I was like, huh? She was like, no, you're fucking hilarious. Like you, 
Like you, if people wait till you get to the BSU because it's yeah. going to be so fucking fun when yeah, you get there, yeah, you're yeah. really funny. Yeah. And I entered you into this contest. I was like, contest? Yeah. She was like, yeah, comedy contest. I said, bitch, what? She was like, it's two days from now. She was like, now nah, you can either not do it. You don't have to show up. You ain't obligated. But it was but, a challenge. But yeah, she yeah, just, yeah. and when she said it, I was mad at her, but I wasn't really mad at her. Right. Had you ever thought about it before? I thought that I was going to be an actress uh-huh. that played a comedian. That that was your life goal. You're gonna be an act, which means what? Who's an example of that? It just <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg. Okay. I was thinking yeah. Whoopi could probably, but you know, in a in a sense, so you thought you're my, gonna be a comedy actress. That's what I thought. And right. then, but in the back of my mind, I was like, maybe one day I'll probably do that too. Get right. up on stage and tell a couple of jokes because yeah. I'm pretty sure I can do that. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm funny. You know, I can oh, do that. Yeah. I can do that. Right. So, um, I remember that I said, okay, I'm gonna go for it. And, and what was it? Just an all school comedy night, or was just a? Was it, it a, was the? It, it, was it? it you, though I wish I could take you into my brain and we go back. There but was it a BSU or was it? Would, or was it? No, the, it was the whole school. Okay, it was the whole yeah, school. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, Colorado yeah. State's yeah, yeah, yeah. yearly thing that they do. Okay, and people come from miles around. Okay, to enter this yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. contest. Yeah, yeah. So now we got comics that who are comics. Like who? You know, not real, you know, that we know anybody. I mean, I'm talking about New Jacks that know that they're good and uh-huh, they come to the uh-huh, campus uh-huh. to be in this contest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I mean, yeah. now, where I am now, I look back and I go, that's what that was. That dude, he was a, a local. Yeah, but, you know, there was a female there. There was, I mean, but they were psyching me the fuck out because I'm thinking they know what they're doing. Right, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. I don't yeah. know. I'm just an amateur, yeah, you know? Yeah. So, uh, and did you write out a bit or did you know what you were going to do? Son, what did you... I made a whole thing about it. I wrote my jokes. I, I rehearsed. What was the angle? You remember? I just talked about my family. I yeah. just talked about the stuff that I would talk about with other people that made them laugh. Right. I had a stuttering uncle mm-hmm. and black and white churches. Mm-hmm. You know, at the time, that was the thing. Sure. And Eddie Murphy was popular. So my, <laughs> mm-hmm. I had a friend that was in the Deltas and I had a friend that was in the AKAs. She gave me a black leather jacket. Yeah. And my friend from the Deltas took me to the mall yeah. and, and had my hair done. Uh-huh. My, I had a jerry curl, but uh-huh. so she had it she had it cut to the side and yeah. shaved. Uh, see. And then I had the blonde <laughs> ducktail. You remember when ducktails sure. was in the yeah. and, and style I had the ducktail <laughs> and I had my alligator boots uh-huh. that my aunt had sent uh-huh. me, right? See, so right. I thought I you was were Eddie raw. Murphy. Oh yeah. no. I thought I was Eddie Murphy's son. <laughs> so <laughs> I showed up to the contest and there was this blonde chick. I will never forget this chick. I wonder if she's even still alive, but she was there and she was a comic. Yeah. But she was, she was so cocky that she was going to win. She was getting fucked up. She was drinking. Oh yeah. She was like, I'm going to kill you guys. guys." But she was already a working comic. And she was talking so much shit. Mm -hmm. Like (laughs) you guys don't know what the fuck you're doing. I'm going to fucking take this contest. Cause the contest was to open up for real comics Uh that, that were on. Were in Denver. And no, they were at the college that were going to come and oh, perform touring. at the college, okay, and okay. they were touring, and yeah, they yeah. were actually on mm-hmm. a cruise ship, but they were coming off the cruise ship to perform. Do you at remember who they were? No, I fucking don't. Weird? But I made a fool out of myself because I won. I ended up winning. Well, what what she, I, the girls tried to psych me yeah. out, and she was getting drunk. Yeah. And now back those motherfuckers was horrible. They yeah. were they were they were not good. Everybody that got up got booed. They was not good. And when I got up there, I killed it. You just fucking locked I in? Literally, dude, I can't even... T- I always tell people that it felt religious, but I know it wasn't religious, but I'm telling you, the first laugh... Yeah. I, I just... I it's, I've been chasing that, that high. I've been chasing that high <laughs> since 1987. <laughs> that first one. I have been chasing mm. that feeling since. Have you gotten close? 
Ah, one cat tour a couple of times when I did the the music city, yeah. uh, the yeah. music hall, the Rockettes place. Yeah. When yeah. I did yeah. that, Radio that was city. that yeah. was to hear, and yeah. Constitution Hall uh-huh. was very close. But that first one, right, it was so. the first one. It, it was I literally a mind changing where I came off the stage and the girl, they the people were on their feet clapping. Because, of course, I was the best thing that night. Everybody else sucks. So, yeah. I mean, anybody who halfway sounded like they were funny. Yeah. <laughs> they was going to cheer. So, I come off the stage and they interview me in the paper. I tell the paper I'm going to be the next Eddie Murphy. Sure. Oh, I give up my scholarship. You did? Oh, yeah. I was about to lose it anyway because I wasn't going to class. I hated this red shirt and shit. Yeah. I, I was partying. So yeah. I was probably about to lose it anyway. Right. So my coach was like, so you want to be a comedian? And I remember that the prize was that you open up for those comedians. Yeah. Right? And he came and sat right in the front row. When and, you opened? Yeah. And looked just like my dad. Because uh-huh. him and my dad, that's why they got along because they were the same people. What, what, they looked disappointed? Or was he, he just, just... Yeah, like, no, he was just like, this is what the fuck you want to do. <laughs> like, this is what... And you're fucking horrible. Like, I was terrible yeah. oh i was so terrible so you didn't get that laugh the same thing oh my god i was so horrible when, and but it taught me what jokes i would never do again but so the second gig where you won the prize then all of a sudden it was real i, and, I walked know. into the dressing room like i was a professional mm-hmm. and now just imagine somebody like that walk in with me and you and yeah, we yeah. would be like uh-huh sit yeah, your yeah. punk ass down <laughs> right. that's how it was i was like whoa we got food and all that shit huh we <laughs> <laughs> I'm high-fiving the other comedians. They're looking at me like, who the <laughs> fuck is this bitch? Like, and I went out there and did so terrible. Oh, I remember to this day, this is the reason happen. I don't do period jokes. I did a period joke. Yeah. And that, that wasn't even me. It's yeah. never been me. Why'd you do it? Because I thought it was funny, and it was not. Because you thought, was that like a, like women do this, that this is my angle? This is my angle. I'm a woman, so yeah. let, me do woman, let me do female comedy. Right. And it was just despicable uh-huh. I, I i was ashamed and yeah. it was so funny but i still when i walked off stage i knew i still wanted to do it i still wanted to do it i was like i i know that i got this wrong oh feeling that pain of that first bomb and then still wanting to do it that means you're the real deal oh uh, well, no because i and then i was insistent because my coach was like yeah you were fucking horrible i was like yeah i was but i'm telling you i know that i can get better uh-huh. and i remember making that call to my father to tell him that i was coming home uh-huh. and <laughs> my dad everybody in my family's funny yeah especially my father yeah but he don't know he funny yeah so um i was like yeah so i lost my scholarship he's like lost that's what loss i mean loss means that you know you was involved (laughs) 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 i mean it wasn't taken from you that means that you did something to purposely uh get rid of yeah he was like so what the fuck do you mean lost and Mm -hmm. i was like yeah i lost my scholarship yeah you know i was like he was like well let me call the coach and talk to him. I was like, oh, no, this is... Get you back in. Yeah, this, yeah. and he probably could have. He yeah. probably would have. And I was like, nah, this is not fixable. Yeah. I was like, first of all, my grade point average is 1.8. Nice. Literally, it was mm. 1.8. He was You're like, bombing. What the fuck are you doing? He was like, what are you doing out there? I was like, I hate it here. I hate it here. I'm by myself. You know, I mean, I, I end up getting friends. I was like, I know what I want to do. He was like, well... He was like, well, what are you going to do without an education? You, I mean, you know, you had a free education. What are you going to do? And I was like, I want to be a comedian. He was like, who the fuck told you you was funny? 
Who the fuck told you you was funny? No, who the fuck told you you was fucking funny? I want to talk to he, that no, guy. No, he called my mom. He's like, Diane, Diane, your daughter has lost a fucking mind. Who the fuck told her it's funny? Who the fuck? I'm funny. No, let me tell you something. I'm funny. Yeah. I'm the funny motherfucker right. in this family. And I know that I can't be no fucking comedian. And I was like, Daddy, I'm going to be the next Eddie Murphy. He's like, nigga, Eddie Murphy ain't Eddie Murphy. <laughs> He was so mad. He hung up in my face. Well, he's probably scared. You know, parents are scared. You know what I mean? They, you know, they thought you had a, you know, a, a, a leg up on the oh, world yeah. with the free education. Yeah. And then he Especially out. being black. Seriously, yeah. no. Yeah, and we probably, were poor. Probably we were poor. Probably made no sense to him it at all. It made no sense to regular people at all. But yeah. I did it, and I came home, and because I lived with my boyfriend, because I wasn't going to go home. Because mm-hmm. if I went home, I was every day would have been like, I, "What are you no. doing?" So I went and moved in with my boyfriend, which was even worse. Go, oh, now Southern family, you shacking? That's just like. You're just, I'm weird fucking exing you from the family. Type oh, really? Shit. Now, well, you know, people was not happy with me. What did he do? Uh, What, my the boyfriend? boyfriend? yeah. Oh, well, actually, everybody liked Richard. Yeah. Everybody, because he was very responsible. Yeah. He was my father. Yeah. He had the same birthday as my father. Uh-huh. He was my father, but, you know, wasn't. But he, he was, wasn't yelling at you. Yeah, he was 10 drinking. years older. He was 10 years older oh, yeah. than me, uh-huh. and I learned a lot from Richard. Yeah. I learned a lot from him, he, uh-huh. but he was my dad. I, I think I dated my dad. Well, of course, everybody does. Oh, my God. Yeah, I yeah. so dated him, but <laughs> I moved in with him, and yeah. uh, I, the one thing that I have to say that I still can thank him for is that he didn't let me become a bum. Like, you know, some women can move in with a man and be like, oh, he's going to take care of me. Yeah. But Richard was like, after the first week, he was like, you're going to get a job, right? <laughs> he's like, yeah, this is the real world. Yeah, you want to be a fucking grown up, you're going to fucking work. Uh-huh. And I didn't have no problem with that. I went out and got a job immediately. Where at? Uh, Norm's. Oh, really? Down on uh, La Cienega? No, I was working in Orange County. I was okay. in Orange County at the time. Wow. Over on Tustin. So I was the cook and the hostess and sometimes the bus girl. Yeah. And mostly the cook, though. Mostly the morning cook. Orange County? Yeah. How'd you end up there? Because of Chapman College. That's the first college I went to. Okay. So that's where I met Richard at. So you went back. Yeah. So you back. were in touch with Richard while you were in Fort Collins. Right. Like, I miss you, baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, we were still supposed to be dating. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> You still talk to Richard? <laughs> you know, he texts me. And that's so funny. He texted me about three days ago. Because uh, I don't, you know, we did that on and off thing sure. for years so, and yeah, years yeah. and years. And then I got to the year of like, yeah, you can't have no more pussy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. It's, it's, over. it's Dad, over. Ten years later, fifteen yeah. years later. Yeah, yeah. It took me a long time to get rid of that motherfucker, but yeah, yeah. You can't fuck me no more, son. <laughs> he called. He texts me talking about, yeah, let's go out for the lunch for uh-huh. holidays. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, fuck that. Yeah, that's not lunch. No, it's not lunch. It's not lunch, son. Lunch, and, lunch, and dick is not. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's not the same no, thing. I ain't, I'm not eating dick for lunch. Exactly. <laughs> not. I'm not even at home. I'm <laughs> not even at home, son. <laughs> Wait, so he won. So he was okay. That with was eighty seven. Yes, won. he was, and that's another thing because he supported my comedy thing. Because that was the one thing that I loved about Richard is that he laughed at everything that I did, and, and he had a, like a hearty laugh. Yeah. So I always knew it was funny because it was like things that I was saying. He was like, "Yo, seriously, you are really funny." Yeah. So that was nineteen eighty seven. So when I moved back, I said, "Okay, I'm going to go up at the comedy store." You're going to drive out to the store. To the store. Why'd you get that place in your head? Uh, because I. 
I just knew that that's where you're supposed to go for the comedy. Not the improv, not the laugh factory. I, you just, and you know what? My boyfriend uh, at the time was we installed blinds. He installed blinds for the dude that used to own the improv. Was it Bob somebody? Uh, uh, Bud? Bud. Bud Friedman. That motherfucker. Um, yeah. He put blinds in his house. Richard did? Or? Yeah, Richard. Yeah. Damn. And and he Richard told him about me. Uh-huh. And Bud said, well, let me see what she does. And if she curses a lot, then she's not really a good comic. Uh-huh. That's what he told him. Sure. So uh, I told when Richard told me that I was like yeah fuck him and yeah. <laughs> you're not the first to have said that I, I know. so then I went to the. I knew that I don't know I, that's a really good question I don't remember why I picked the comedy well, store well the, the comedy store has a, a mystical power over well, some people well it was people. 1987 and yeah. the, that's when it was like when they would come out and point at you how the fuck did I miss you I was a doorman there you probably didn't. I was a I, I, because I was a flash in a pan, son. Let me tell you what happened. I was a doorman there in '87. With Chewy, the fat dude, oh. and I just remember that he came out and um and, and, I, and he was Potluck. yeah and he was picking people and I was like man man I mean he was like oh you yeah because I did look different than from everybody <laughs> the else. tall black girl yeah exactly yeah and my spot was at two o'clock in the morning fuck and it was seven o'clock at the time yeah and Rich was like well let's go get something to eat yeah. and just wait it out so and, he's hanging out with you yeah he was cool yeah. so. I um, come back to do my spot, and it was packed. Still. It was packed. Yeah. And there was this white girl. I don't know who this white girl was. Damn, and I don't even remember her face. Yeah. But I remember she was hosting, yeah. and she gave me a great introduction. Uh-huh. And I went up. The first thing I said was, white bitch. Oh, boy. The audience immediately turned on me. Turned on me so much that you could feel the energy. Mm. That Oh, yeah. Back, suck it out. That, Sucked out of the room. Oh, my God. That I, I I mixed punchlines. I don't even remember my set. Well, that, that OR can be brutal. It if was. Like, you know, the energy of that room, man. It was literally it, like I was being slit. My throat was being slit. Yeah, if you, if you fuck up in the OR, there's not like that, that room and that place, a comedy store, it will fuck your brain up. It, I mean, if you start tanking there, for some reason, you no, just become stupid. It fucked me up. I came off stage. Yeah. And I remember I went to, you know, where the entrance is, where the stairs yeah, is, yeah, yeah. to the hallway. Yeah. And I threw up right there. No. And the host was like, yeah, she throwing up all them badass jokes. Ooh. And then she was like, and shit, and shit, motherfucker. And she was imitating me and everybody, and it blew up. Don't want it. Blew up. Oh, so they're laughing at you. Oh, God. The defeat. And what was even worse was Richard was dying. Richard was like, this is hilarious. He's like. When they're bu- when she's busting your balls? She's yeah, dead. he was dying. He was like, that shit is hilarious. He mm. was like, he was, and when he came out, he was like, I know you and Bear. He was like, but. <laughs> <laughs> she got you. Mm-hmm. He was dying. So there was this guy there that I called him to this day. I only thing I can remember him as is a fat Andy Warhol. Uh-huh. Cause he had a blonde bob, and he had this black turtleneck, and he was like, "Okay, baby, don't worry about it. Come down to the Roxy mm-hmm. and kick it with us. Mm-hmm. We we got a little open mic there. We want you know you get and we went and I remember we went down there and there was this young kid on stage imitating Richard Pryor and he was doing great. Mm-hmm. Don't know who this motherfucker was. I don't remember. I wish I could. Re- I didn't think I was gonna be where I am today. Yeah, yeah. I really didn't think I was gonna do the comedy thing because when I left there, I was like, oh yeah, this. I was like, I can't do comedy until I know what the fuck I'm doing. Right. I'm not gonna insult comedy. Right. By not by not knowing what. So that's when I started studying. I started going to comedy clubs. I started sitting in the back of the room, started writing. I started, you know, observing what type of comic I wanted to be. Who were your guys? 
Uh, I, at the t- it was always Richard Pryor. It was always Richard Pryor. And surprisingly, Gallagher, this, it's really weird. I mean, the stage presence type thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, uh, the way he owned yeah, it. Yeah. And walked I, around. I loved, I loved anybody. I loved, I would watch all the improv stuff. I loved anybody that was corny as shit or just had that, the, you, the, the type of comments that were like you, I yeah. love because it's like, yeah. oh my God, he's political and hilarious. Yeah. I love when people yeah. can make <laughs> politics funny. I'm yeah. never going to be that comic. Right. Because I'm just, I don't know. I just, you know, I think you have to be smart. Yeah. I really, you know, like, like what's Dennis, uh, Dennis Leary Miller, Dennis, Dennis Miller. Yeah. Never understood. Not one thing that came out of his mouth, but I'm talking about, I'm not he sure would it, bring I'm not, me to tears. I'm not sure he did. Oh my God. He would say a big word and I'd be like, I don't know what the fuck that word mean, but that shit sound like it's really insulting that person. <laughs> the tone. You appreciate just the, tone, the tone. It would just be so hilarious, yeah. you know? And, um, the, the, uh, the the worrying Jewish dude, uh, uh, Richard Lewis. Yes, yeah. you knew who I was talking about with the feather. Yeah, you yeah, knew yeah. Exactly. He's great. He's great. <laughs> you know, Rodney yeah. Dangerfield. Them Dangerfield. type of people. I was yeah. watching. I was watching hardcore. And the girl who used to do the joke about the panties that you would have to put under your clothes. Boozler. Boozler. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I would watch all the. I yeah. mean, all the people that I could have access to. Mm-hmm. I would watch. Mm-hmm. And um, my friend talked me into going up again. No, she didn't talk me. She. Yeah, she talked me into going up at this place where Magic Johnson, it was called The World. Magic mm-hmm. Johnson and the bitches would hang out there mm-hmm. and whatever. And they had a comedy. Black night. club. Yeah. And Jamie Foxx actually was going to be the uh, the headliner. Uh-huh. Jamie, Jamie Foxx was where I am now. Like, you know, he, yeah. he's just about, about right. to blow All up. Right. Maybe. So he, you no know, no living right color there. yet. There's some, some somebody going, you know. Yeah. So, and he was so talented. Oh, so, yeah. I was the opener. And I was terrible. I was, I was again, terrible, terrible again because I... Because I was not where I live. Was, I was that the first black audience you dealt with that night? And it was the it was it was me trying to realize that I didn't know that I wasn't where I lived. The jokes that I were doing, I were writing jokes yeah, instead yeah, yeah. of telling jokes. Do you yeah. understand what I'm saying? Telling, yeah, talking. It about doesn't. Yourself. So when you're looking at somebody, when you're looking at them, you go, "I don't believe you." Yeah, I don't believe nothing you're right. saying. Because because the DJ was scratching the middle of my act, like, "Stop lying! Stop! Stop!" Stop lying. Like, that's we, what he was doing during my whole act. They, with those words? Oh, my God, yes. No, come on. Yes. And look, at my friends, it was so funny. I had four homegirls that were sitting in the front. And <laughs> every time somebody would boo me, yeah. they would say, boo again. <laughs> boo again, motherfucker. <laughs> so, so I remember Jamie Foxx was the headliner. And yeah. I sat down and watched Jamie Foxx. And everything clicked. It was like, that's what I that's what I want to be. He was he was so raw. And all, he yeah, was open. talking about his family. Yeah. He was talking about he was he was he was my Richard Pryor. Yeah. That because I, I didn't think nobody could be Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor was, you know the you know the top of the pedestal because yeah. he talks about his life. He mm-hmm. made tragedy. So I never saw another comic do that. You right. know I've been right. watching comics live. And, you mean live? You never seen him right, live? Yeah. You know so so he it was just I was like. Yeah. The whole act. Yeah. And at the end of his act, he told the audience, I know you guys didn't like the girl that went up first, uh-huh. but, you know, it's really hard to do this. And you guys, you know, and they gave me a little applause. Mm-hmm. And I went up to him after to tell him, hey, thank you. And we went to Fat Burgers after with me, him and Speedy. And, and, we, oh, and, and I said, I just, how do I do what you're doing? How do I get, how do I, he said, you take your time. He said, how old are you? I was 19 at the time. He said, 19. (laughs) He said, you ain't did shit. He said, go fuck. He said, go get a job. (laughs) Go fucking break hearts. Go get your heart broken. He said, and then he said, and then that's exactly what I did. It's like six years later. Yeah. I, and killed the first time I went up again. Wait, so from 19 to 25, you, you just bailed? I bailed. I went and did what he said. Had a life. Had a life. I worked. I, and I, oh my God, I had a life. 
Oh, I had a life. I partied. I worked. I I fucking experienced shit. I fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Every time you fuck, you say, Jamie told me to do this is for the experience. <laughs> this is for the experience. That's right. Now get out. Get out. <laughs> but it was just, I did. I lived life. So it really hit you hard. I mean, you took it, you were like, he's right. I'm drawing on nothing. Yep. And all I kept, and, and it was so funny because it would be in conversations with my girlfriends like, yeah, when you become a comedian, you know, when you get ready to be that comic and we, and they would always say that. And one night me and my homegirl got into an argument about something else, but she was like, yeah, and you always talking about you're going to be a comedian you ain't fucking went up yet mm. you must not be funny i walked right out that apartment and drove to the comedy act theater and went up mm-hmm. i was what, like bitch you don't challenge me where's the comedy act theater that was that's you know that's robin harris that's oh. you know yeah that's over there in Lamert park off mm-hmm. of 53rd he no 43rd and funny, huh? oh my god that's who was hosting yeah and and i remember martin all of them Dave, that's i met dave Chappelle there all of them and and i remember Call, I called first and I said, uh, the guy, Michael Williams, to this day, me and him still friends. I said, what do I do if I wanted to be a comedian? He was like, yeah, you just go up. I said, uh, well, do y'all got something like that where I can do? Like, I mean, how, how do I go up? Yeah. He said, are you funny? <laughs> and I was like, man, you know what? I really think that I am. Uh-huh. I said, I don't know, but I think I am. And he was like, you know what? Then I want to see you. He said, you're a female. Because he was like, and we don't have him. And he was like, yeah, I yeah, want to see you. It's a rare thing. Yeah. And I had been actually writing jokes and writing well, stuff you put, about How me. do you put a dream on hold for five years? I mean, you must have been going nuts. I was, well, yeah. but Were you scared too? or were you I, was, I, it, I wasn't anything but living. I, I knew that everything I was going through, I was going to talk about. So, so I, in the back of your head, it was a plan. I always you were like, knew that this, I was going to someday do it. This was your college. Yeah, I just didn't know yeah, 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 when yeah, yeah. I was going to graduate. Right, Th- right. That makes so much sense. I did. I I wasn't people ask me that and I go I wasn't frustrated I was more of like yeah it's, it's got to yeah. be the right time it's got to right, be the right, right time it's right. got to be written when I'm ready to do it because when I'm ready to do it that's when it's going to be yeah awesome so um uh he was like come down he was like come down be here at um eight o'clock because yeah. we, we put the new jacks up at eight o'clock it's like new jack uh-huh. it's like what's that and he was like yeah you know it's a new it's like new jack I like that yeah. I, I liked it I yeah. like being called new jack you know so um I came, I, I remember I was there at six o'clock yeah. and I remember I had a great job. I had a Monte Carlo 79, clean as fuck. Yeah. And I'm sitting in the parking lot and I'm like, what are you doing here? Yeah. What the fuck are you doing here? You Three hours early? Yeah. I was like, what the fuck are you doing here? You can't do this. You can't do this. You can't do this. And then some, I was more scared of uh-huh. not doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah than doing it does that make sense i was more scared well yeah it's a weird moment where where you know your experience with comedy before it, it hurts i mean it hurts you know you you, you 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 eat some shit you take those hits and it's yeah. hard to to get back up on it yeah but you know you, you that struggle of like what the fuck am i doing what the fuck am i doing what? it's real man yeah Jeez. and all i'm thinking is okay you don't have to do this you know you can walk away yeah but if it was this one loud voice that was like i want to do it yeah you got to do it. Yeah. You got to do it. You got to do it. I'm telling you, you good at the shit. Yeah. You good at the shit. I'm telling you, you good. Yeah. You just have to fucking let people see who you really are. Right. You have to stop bullshitting. Yeah. Go up there and be who you are. Yeah. If that doesn't work, then fuck it. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, fuck it. So when the door is open, <laughs> uh, I remember the first two comedians I met was D. Militant and Al Toon. And they was like, yeah, you a new comic. We ain't never seen you around here. And I was like, yeah. And they was like, well, what you talk about? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm just a fool. I was like, yeah. I told them. They was like, well, we got jokes like that. Yeah. 
you know that's that's the first experience i, so I they were trying to fuck you yeah up but i i was like no one's like me. Mm-hmm. That's all I kept thinking in my head. Nobody's like me. I'm six feet tall, black woman. It's so weird. There are these comics that were trying to fuck up your head on purpose. When you and... you know you think now back, you go, yeah, damn, yeah. And I went up. And you're a woman, so that was another thing. You can, oh, very yeah. intimidating. Yeah. And at the time, seriously, women were not like they were funny women, but it was very few. Yeah, very few. And I went up, and I was good. Oh, good. I wasn't standing ovation. Mm-hmm. But I was good. You got some laughs. Yeah, I wasn't booed. Really? I was. People were listening to me. People wanted to hear that more. That shit. That is a black thing, man. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that is. No, you know what white people do? They just sit there. That's right. And they're fucking silent. That's right. That's even worse. Well, just I'd like, rather for you to express yourself. Just say boo, motherfucker. Just don't sit there and look at me like Chinese arithmetic. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we just trying to figure you're, you out. You're okay with the boo. But but you know it's crazy because like I said, mainstream is different from the black clubs as far as what they ask for material too yeah. you know what I'm saying black clubs you have to come on stage and set yourself on fire yeah, you know what I'm I saying <laughs> white people want to know where where you at how did you get there we want to we want to feel you Leslie you know we, we, we love you I mean when comics when do people when I do the comic store and people be like oh my god we love you I be like Wow, you yeah. love me, bitch? Yeah. Let me hold five dollars. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> give me some money if you love me. But um I went up and I came off stage and I said, I'm not leaving this shit again. Mm-hmm. And that was nineteen ninety three. And then you just did what were you going out every night and just... I fucking literally was running out of gas on the freeway trying to get to a fucking club. And I was losing jobs. I didn't give a fuck. Which what like, what kind of jobs were you doing? Oh, well, by that time, I had moved out from Richard. Yeah. So uh, at the time, I, uh, when I started, I think I was oh, I was working at UPS. Mm-hmm. I was working at UPS. I've had some great jobs. I mm-hmm. used to marry people. Mm-hmm. I worked for the Justice of the Peace. Yeah. I used to marry people, yes. Um, I, I probably With still With a straight can. face? No, I <laughs> fucked up their vows very much. And most of them got they shit or no. Yeah, it's really fucking terrible. Um, I, <laughs> I've been a bartender. Uh, I've been, I've done so much. I've done everything. You know, comics, we've had a billion uh, jobs yeah, yeah. until I found a perfect job, which was a waitress. Because yeah. they let me do whatever. I worked at Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. Oh, yeah. Where, uh, where's that? In P- which no, one? I worked in the one in Pasadena. Okay. Because I was living in Pasadena yeah, at the yeah. time. And uh, It's down the street from here. Yeah. I forgot there was one there. I oh, and, and they're good. They're good. Mm-hmm. They're good. They're mm-hmm. good. And, um, but when we, man, I'm telling you, I was just hustling and doing it and just, just, just. I what, just the, what rooms were you going? Oh, my I got, God. I was doing all the black rooms because I didn't know to come to the comedy store, which Kim Whitley was trying to get me to come to. Kim Whitley was always going to the comedy store. Yeah. And she'd be like, come on, girl. And I'd be like, nah, that's not my way. They don't get me. Yeah. And she was like, them the motherfuckers who's really going to get you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? These people are going to keep you stuck. And not that I don't love my people, but they will. You know, you have to stay in a general. I mean, it's better now, you know, but, you know, you really do have to be funny. Like, are there still a lot of black rooms here? Not I, in L.A., not to me. But there was? There was. At the time, I was yeah. doing Townhouse. I was doing, um, you know, that's when Michael Coyer and all them, you know, was out. Uh, yeah. 
uh, uh, Fat Tuesday was yeah. Guy Tories at the time. And that right. was like the biggest thing you could do. Yeah, was Fat Tuesday. Fat yeah. Tuesdays is like what Chocolate Sundays is now. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. when it was really popular. Right. But I used to call it the Nigger Nights. Yeah, yeah. You know that's what but, uh, who call who calls that? Uh, Donnell Rollins was in here. <laughs> yeah, that's what we call it, Nigger Night. It's Nigger Night, and and because you know you got the Chocolate Sundays, yeah. Mo Better Mondays. Yeah. You know, tripping on Tuesdays. Yeah. Why, why the fuck? You know what I'm saying? That's just like when a white person talks to us and they be like, yeah, son. Like, what the fuck? Talk to me like a normal person, so I have an education. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't like to be characterized like that? The, the, you know, Unless I act like that. No, you know but, I, no but not you, but like the, it bothered you that they called the shows that because of oh the expectations. Oh, my God. I, you know why? Because those are the only shows they would let us do. It was almost like, okay, it's almost like making baskets yeah. and then going, okay, now I know where to put you at. Right. Like, I'll never be There's able no, to get into uh, this basket. Yeah, yeah. So it was actually some form it of was, segregation. It was. Yeah. It literally was. I remember the, the dude who used to book uh, the one on monday and we got into it because i used to be like yo i want to do the other nights i'm i want to make more than black people laugh yeah i want to make white people laugh too and he was like well you black comics and me and him got into it like and that's how the general at the time it was very hard for you to get in the mainstream like comedy store now i'm telling you i i fought and scraped and it wasn't until i came at tommy like tommy are you a racist Mm mm-hmm and Tommy was like, "No, I'm not a racist." Tommy, the guy who books the story. But did you was Mitzi already? Mitzi had already passed me. She had oh, already passed that, me. What was that night like? That's a big. Oh, thing. that was. Damn, that's God. You know what? That's so funny. That's that was after New York. So I was like, "Pass me, bitch. I'm the shit." Yeah. You, we... you, when I came off stage, Missy was like, "How come I've never seen you before?" I said, "I just moved here." She said, "You're not from me." I said, "Yeah, I'm from New York." She's like, "Yeah." I could tell. Well, you went to New York? Yeah, I went to New York for for a couple of years. What, when was that? This was, okay, um, 1998. Uh-huh. 1998, I worked, I was already working out here for a little while and just got stagnated and Dave Chappelle saw me perform mm-hmm. and he was like, you need to come to New York. He was like, you, he said, you got some other stuff going on and he said, you know, you need to work it out. Right. And I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna go visit. You know, I, I was working at Roscoe's and yeah. I was living the life. Yeah. Because seriously, I had a truck, I had a house, I had a garage and shit. That was big shit back then, yeah. you know. I was responsible, paying my taxes and shit. Yeah. You know, I was a responsible motherfucker, I had it going on. Yeah. And I was like, okay, let's go to New York. Let's, let's, let's go. I went to visit. Yeah. I visited for two weeks, homie, came back, sold everything that I own, and drove back to New York. Where'd you live? Uh, in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. In Brooklyn, that's the Rastafarian's house. Mm-hmm. And it was the best two years of my life. And where were you working? The Strip? and every. Well, I wasn't working the Main Street. Uh, I was working the Black Club because it was oh. a lot. It was just so many clubs yeah. at that time. I was... It was, you know, I did the Boston, but I had never got to do this. I had been over to the strip. I knew Jim Norton and all of them. I knew all of them. How did I not like run into you? Uh, you and it's, it's possible that we did, but uh-huh. but you know, I was a different person then too. I didn't talk to too many people. I, I was a different person then. I was. So I, you're doing the Boston? I'm doing the Boston. I was. Um, it was. I did Carolines a yeah. lot. Uh, Louis Ferran loved me, yeah. and I would do that a lot. So when I came back, so you learned how to get efficient. Yeah, I learned how to, well, I, well, what happened when I moved to New York was that I started getting paid for what I did, and that was something that I was like, I uh, could be a fucking comic? Yeah. You telling me I could get paid to do this shit and yeah. actually pay bills? That was just something that I was like, fuck it, let's do it, let's do it. And um, so when I came back here, because New York is, is a city that I don't know how, unless you're born there, yeah. you have to be born there to want to live there. <laughs> 
yeah, it's it's, it's, its it'll, own thing. It's not even the, just the people; it's yeah. the city itself oh, yeah. that will wear you fucking yeah. down. Like yeah, yeah. And it's dirty and yeah. it's cold yeah. in a motherfucking wintertime. Always on a train. So that last that last winter, I was like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. I need to go home. I yeah. need to go home. And so I I just I wasn't going to move home yeah. i was just gonna go visit for a couple of months and i was just like i'm not leaving that sunshine as soon as i that sunshine hit me i was like oh, oh yeah, yeah i love you. california yeah. i'm never leaving you again yeah. that was 2000 that was 2000 that's so, when you auditioned for mitzi so that's when i was like okay if i'm gonna do this i could do these black clubs but yeah. i got to get mainstream too yeah and when i went up at the comedy store yeah. i did my three minutes came off and missy was sitting right there at the door yeah. and it's so funny because doing that set and going past that door, you had that feeling of like, damn, I remember I threw up right here. And <laughs> I remember I did really fucking bad in this yeah. room. And it felt good to conquer, but it still brought one of those memories. It's of a like, heavy room, man. You still, got a lot, yeah. you still got a long way to go, though. Yeah. And she grabbed my arm and she was like, um, where are you from? And I was like, oh, I'm from. She said, yeah, you're not from here. She said, you passed. Mm. I was like, oh, I passed. I was like, I thought you had this. She's like, nah, I'm passing you tonight. Mm-hmm. I was like, nice. Yeah. So. So when I started asking for spots, I was getting, you know, the shitty spots at right. 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. At the time, though, I'm kind of glad I still went through that. Yeah. Because you still do need to do what that. What did Tommy say when you called him on his shit, though? He said, because, well, what happened was by that time I had been at the store for a while. I had already been hosting a room for a year. Mm. And I had already been seeing Tommy's little shenanigans, you know, little stuff he would say about the black room and all of that. And which I understood where he was going, but he didn't understand how racist he sound when he mm-hmm. would say it sometimes. Like I like Tommy now. Like but at that time I was like, You were racist. I so I was like, when I call in my spots, why am I getting these late spots? Yeah. And he's like, Well, it's because you're doing the blue material. I said, Hey, fucking the dude that hosts the fear factor i didn't even know this motherfucker's name at the time i said that motherfucker just talked about fucking his girlfriend with a christmas cheese roll and you talking about fucking blue Are you kidding me he was like no no i said you know what i think it's because you're a fucking racist <laughs> and he was like he's like i'm not a racist i was like no you don't like black people tommy yeah. you don't fucking like black people i said none of you motherfuckers do i said that's why we got the nigga night so y'all could throw us in that fucking basket and shit i said but i'm not that fucking basket I can make everybody laugh. Uh-huh. I was like, you need to give me my fucking chance. Yeah. And I swear, after that night, he I, I don't know if he did it to see if he would throw me in there and I wouldn't do good yeah. or something, but I killed. Yeah. When he gave me that one chance, he gave me a 1045 spot. Right after Rogan. Oh, God, and I, I, I killed. <laughs> and I've been in that, I've been in, in, in who, it since. Who did he, did you remember who you followed? No, nope. I don't he, remember. He must have put somebody to go None up. of that shit. I, all I remember is that I was going to get up there and destroy uh-huh. I was gonna fucking kill, and I did. And that changed it. Yeah, that yeah. changed it. Yeah. So how'd you get? Because uh, I know I, I you you worked on Mencia's show a bit, mm-hmm. and uh, you started opening for big big acts. Then, well, I mean, well, when, when did you go on the road with Cat? Well, well I, I'm trying to remember. Did okay at the time, you know, Cat started getting popular and started doing these tours and stuff, and he had different people. He's on a trip, there. man. Yeah. Well, he was. Let me tell you something, homie. He was drawing though. So yeah. we on USA Today, yeah. it was Miley Cyrus at ninety seven point something at how many tickets she sell. Yeah. And he was right up under her with ninety six point something yeah, yeah. at how many tickets he was uh-huh. selling. And um I think he was on his uh uh second or third tour and he had Lunel and um uh, uh Melanie Camacho. Uh-huh. And I think um, he can't. He saw me at the comedy store one night, and he had been telling me he was gonna put me on tour or whatever. With yeah. him, but you know how that's a big talk. break, man. Yeah, you, you motherfuckers talk, but you be yeah. like, whatever. Yeah. So um, he's like, that's who I need on my tour right there, mm-hmm. and I was like, whatever, whatever, right? So 
I didn't even have a cell phone. I was not that person. I was like, fuck you and tell technology. You know how long it took me to buy a CD player? You know how long it took me to buy <laughs> a CD player? I mean, I literally was uh, uh, fingernail polishing tapes because I was I refused to go with tech. I was like, you motherfuckers are not going to turn me to 666. You know, I'm not going to be a robot. Fuck this shit, right? So I didn't even have a cell phone. So he was like, what's your cell number? I was like, I don't have that. I said, if you want to call me, I'll give you my number, leave a message, and when I get home, I'll check it. Because that's how motherfuckers... <laughs> <laughs> just, unless you're gonna give me a pager you know then maybe i can call you at the phone booth but that's as far, far as advanced and he was like you don't have a fucking cell phone i was like no he was like yo he there he gave me 500 dollars right there he said go get a cell phone do you know how stupid i looked in the store trying to buy a cell phone i just was like what i mean i looked like uh one of them like, what does this do why yeah. is why is this flipping? But what, oh, but what, God. what was that in retrospect? Do you think that was just the fear of a new shit? Or, I mean, or you really was, had a theory just, around it? I thought I knew everything. I was my daddy's child. Yeah. Uh, technology's not going to take me down. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. but my dad was a tech freak, which yeah. was, I'm totally opposite of my dad. Did he live long enough to see you do comedy? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And, and, and the one thing that was so funny, the conversation that we had before he passed was because like he used to always give my brother favor. And I used to be like, but I was at you actually, I mean, I, I did, you know, drop out of school, whatever, but you never had to take care of me. Yeah. You know, my brother, you had to bail out of jail. You had to do all kinds of stuff. So you never had to take care of me. I've never came to you borrow money. You never had to take care of me ever. Even when I dropped out of school, I came and took care of myself. Yeah. You know, and I was just always wondered why you always was so fucking hard on me. Yeah. And he said, because of just what you said, I never had to take care of you. Yeah. He was like, your brother, I've had to take care of your brother. And he was like, I, he said, you're the one thing that i can be proud that i had because he said you just you he said you know he was like and you're so funny oh. he was like you're so funny he was like he was like i he was like all those albums i let you listen he was like it was worth it he's like because you're really funny oh. i was like oh man damn oh, yeah, you know it was yeah, crazy it's yeah, crazy yeah. Yeah, yeah it was good to get that before he passed oh that's sweet yeah yeah so after you bought the cell phone with the cat, <laughs> cat's money so i went by the cell phone <laughs> and um, he gave me a couple of dates on yeah. the tour that he was on now because Melanie Camacho's mother passed so I went to replace her uh -huh. and uh you know when you come into an atmosphere motherfuckers they you know Red Grant was cool but everybody else was assholes yeah everybody else was assholes you were too. on the testing yeah right? they were like, yeah Let's so see who the yeah hell is. and then when Melanie came back it got worse it uh. just got worse they like teamed up on me and shit and I'm sad because I don't give a fuck if they hear it because they they I said it to them like you motherfuckers was bitches to me on it it got so bad when Cat came to the room I said send me home is I thank you for putting me on this tour but I'm going to end up fucking one of them bitches up because I really am that person. So you, he was like, yeah, this tour, and it was about to end anyway. So he was like, he gave me $7,000 yeah. and he said, go buy a car. Yeah. Then he gave me another 5,000. He yeah. was like, live off of that. He's like, because the next tour is going to start soon. Uh -huh. So I was like, cool. Yeah. So I went, <laughs> went bought a car and everything. Right. So I didn't actually think he was going to put me on the tour because yeah. it was taking a little while for it to happen. But during that time I was doing my thing and people had heard about me. Carlos Mencia. Uh, I went up before him at the laugh factory and he didn't know I was that funny. He came up after me. He was like, and he came up after he had already yeah. performed. He came up after me and grabbed the mic and said, I don't know who and why this girl is not fucking blown up. But I'm going to do whatever the fuck I can to put her on some shit. And like literally next week, he called me for sketches yeah, and yeah. put me on. And um, 
But then it slowed down like a lot because I remember the night that cat called me, I had $15 in my bank account Mm. and I did not have no gig to pay rent for the next month. And I remember it was a real funny moment because uh, I think about seven o'clock. I was in the kitchen making Top Ramen. Mm. I remember because I love Top Ramen. I mean, yeah. you know, whether you have money or not, Top Ramen's the shit. If you yeah. make it the right way, you let me make it. It's the shit. Anyway, <laughs> I was making it and I was thinking in my head, I was like, you know what, Leslie? You've done everything you can. You know, you're funny. You're mm. out there. You're talking to people. You didn't put as much as you can. And I remember looking up going, it's your turn now, man, because ain't nothing else I can do. I done did everything I can. And I remember going to eat my ramen noodles, watch my show. And I remember falling asleep really early that night. It was mm. like really early because it was about 12 o'clock that's when a, my phone rang. That's a sad ramen sleep. What? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't like, sad though. Right, I was happy. Okay. I watched private practice and everything. So okay. I was like, yeah. Okay. So I fell asleep early and I remember my phone rang at 12 o'clock. Uh-huh. The cell phone yeah. rang at 12, yeah, 12 o'clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like the fuck is calling me at 12 o'clock and i looked at it and it was cat's managers uh-huh. so i was like oh let her leave a message oh let she'll God. leave a message so I, w- I rolled over the phone rang again so i picked it up it was her again i was like leave a fucking message motherfuckers <laughs> you know what i'm saying this is me this. so i rolled over and went to sleep again and the motherfucker rang again yeah. so i was like oh now my intention was just leave a fucking message you know so I, hello yeah hey hey this is this is uh lena yeah and I was like, yeah, what's up? She was like, yeah, Kat, I want to see you right now. Right now. <laughs> I was like, I said, bitch, it's one o'clock in the fucking morning. I was like, she was like, Kat, I want to see you right now. I advise you to get dressed and come. Uh-huh. So all I'm thinking in my head, because I woke up, I was like, yeah, this motherfucker bought my car. Let me get my ass right, up. Right. So I got up, got dressed, went over there. And he and he was like, they was having some meeting. Then when I went to the office with him, he was like, yeah, you ready to start tour? I was like, we finna, he was like, yeah, like two days. Huh. It was like two days before the New Year's. Yeah. So I was like, two days? He was like, yeah, two days. Go home, pack, and be here back. And I was like, motherfucker, are you serious? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, I'm serious. He was like, come on, and I'll pay you. I think at the time, he was like, I don't know how much I'll pay you, but I'll tell you when we get to Chicago. I didn't give a fuck because yeah, all I ready. was thinking was yeah. like, fuck it. Yeah. So I went home, packed, and we met, it came back. I remember I, <laughs> I had everybody, my hairdresser did my hair for free, everything. Everybody was like, yeah, go, just go, just go. <laughs> we went to Chicago, and it was the real fucking deal. Like, yeah. Chris Smith was there. Live Nation people was there. I mean, this was some real shit. I had never seen nothing like this before. The whole operation was um, in place. Just, it was yeah. like oh shit they they build around this motherfucker and the place was packed mm. so i'm like oh my god and we got two shows mm. so cat was like like the first show totally i don't he didn't even he didn't even perform the first show i think i think i think they had to combine the shows because he was so late or something like that I, I can't remember exactly what happened but i remember going out and performing and I, man, I'm telling you, I put foot in ass. And and he told me, Cat had made a deal with me. I, I there was this joke that I do. I do this joke yeah. where I hit a girl on the head with the mic. Yeah. And it's it's just really funny. It always. Yeah. And he said, you gotta do the joke. But I had retired the joke. Yeah. And he was like, no, you gotta do that joke. And I said, well, if I do that joke, can I have permission of going out into the audience? And he was like, yeah. So I had added that to my act where you know you know how I do my crowd work. Sure. 
on the road, I go out into the audience yeah. and do the crowd work right. in the in their face, and it's just it kills every yeah. time. And I kill. So when I came backstage, everybody's like, "Where the fuck is Cat?" And 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 the dude from Live Nation comes over to me and go, he said, "Yeah, Who, you Jeff, have, Jeff, I love him, Superman." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, "You may have saved the show tonight." And I was like, "What?" He said, "Yeah, because you was really funny. You was you was really funny. So you know, if they have to leave with just that, they'll be cool. They'll mm-hmm. remember you." Mm-hmm. And um, so then Cat shows up. We do the second show. I kill the second show. And then we all in his hotel room, which looks like a palace, which yeah. was crazy. Didn't even know they had hotel rooms like this. <laughs> I was sitting there going, this is somebody's fucking penthouse. This is crazy. How much is this fucking room? You know what I'm saying? Do you got a clock out at 12 in this motherfucker? So um, he was sitting there and in this big chair. I said, why would they have this? And I'm, I'm thinking this. I'm going, look at the desk. Why would they have this in a hotel room? This is fucking crazy. This is some like Scarface shit. Yeah. I'm stuck on the desk. Right? Yeah, yeah. So he's like, he's like, yeah, okay, so Live Nation, everybody's there. Yeah. He's like, yeah, so make the announcement. Leslie's the official feature on my tour. Uh-huh. So everybody's clapping. Now, in my head, I'm thinking, why are y'all clapping? I ain't got no schedule or nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is everybody clapping for, right? What is what is this entail? I ain't even got paid yet. Yeah, yeah. Fuck all this shit. Yeah. You know, do I get paid? I got to pay rent. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I got to pay rent. Yeah. Am I getting paid? Because yeah. he still ain't telling me what I'm going to make or right. whatever. So he calls me into his room the next morning yeah. and he says, how much do you think you should get paid? I said, oh, oh my God damn it. <laughs> I literally did that. And yeah, I said, come on, Cat. I don't please don't play these games with me, man. I was like, I know you like to fuck with people and shit. I was like, I'm I'm that bitch. Yeah. I'm that real motherfucker. Please yeah. don't do this to me. Yeah. I was like, what did you pay the last people? I was like, you know, what do you think is fair? I mean, cause if you asking me five thousand motherfucker. Yeah. A show. Five thousand a show. Yeah. And he started laughing. He was like, You are so fucking crazy. He was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna change you. I'm gonna change the way you think. And he gave me a check for um I think it was twenty five hundred. Yeah. Was it 25? It was 35. Yeah. And he gave me the check. And when I looked at the check, I was like, oh, God, Jesus, Father God. I, and I was like, God. I went immediately to the bank. And and that motherfucker Just to make bounced. Sure. That <laughs> shit bounced. <laughs> it fucked my... This is what made me want the cash from now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It fucked my accounts up, right? Yeah. But it was because Cat was fucking around yeah. and, and didn't do what whatever was doing. So I went to the office and let them know that they fucked up my account with the money. So they gave me cash. You know, I took care of everything. But then they're like... So they're like, okay, Live Nation is going to be paying y'all from now on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so when Doug, Doug he tells me, he says, so we're going to be paying you... How do you want to get paid? You want it to check? Do you want it? I was like, cash. Yeah. I want cash, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he, started, he said, cash? You sure? He's like, you're not going to be, he's like, you're going to be making a lot of money, Leslie. You're not going to be able to just deposit cash. I, I, and I remember saying this, and to this day, I will regret mm-hmm. this. He was, I don't know no fucking place that cash don't work. <laughs> <laughs> so you got cash. I literally was going to the bank making $20,000 deposits and the people at the bank was like, yo, you know, just come back. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just come back to the next day. Don't make all these deposits now. But we were coming in town and leaving. I didn't, I didn't want to just travel with my, I didn't want to leave it in the house. Yeah. You know, cause people by that time knew I was on tour, you yeah, know? Yeah, so yeah. it's like, I, I, I was, I, what was I supposed to do? Yeah. And I remember telling my account, what was I supposed to do? She was like, bitch, you supposed to get an account. <laughs> get an account. <laughs> that would have told you not to fucking do that, you yeah. know? So, uh, and I ended up getting audited and everything. It was horrible. With the cash, yeah. Oh God, it was horrible. But, but it was the tour itself 
was fucking great. That was the cha- that game had, changer, right? Oh man, we had the tour bus. Yeah. I mean, to this day, right now in my head, I am dreaming of a tour. That's that's the one thing that I'm dreaming of now. Is and that doing brought you to the attention of uh, of everybody. And that uh, that that tour probably made your career, right? Right, right. It 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 like you said, the people who wasn't looking at me before are now looking yeah. at me. What year was that? Know? A few years ago. This was uh, 2008. Yeah, 2008. And when did you? Uh, so you got it. What's going on now? You got that DVD out. That's last I did year. That, I did that in 2009. Okay, which is crazy. Yeah. And now it's popular. Yeah. Wait. Wait. Where can they get it? Well, uh, Amazon. You get it on Amazon. I'm on Problem Netflix. Problem Child. Yes, it's called uh, Leslie Jones Problem Child. Yeah. It's on Netflix, uh, Amazon. I think you can get it at some stores. And I'm, you're working on new shit now. Oh, a whole new special now. And, and the next one is going to be like, don't sit your ass in the front row. Uh, that's uh, is that what it's called? That's what I'm gonna call it. <laughs> <laughs> don't sit. No, don't put me in the front row. <laughs> but you're doing all right. Yes. Well, it's a, yes. it's a pleasure talking to you, man. You too, man. I think I might have told you my whole life story. Well, thank God. Now I got it. <laughs> All right, folks, that's my show. Thank you, Leslie Jones. Uh, I'm glad we had that conversation. Please go to WTF.com and, uh, you know, check the calendar. I'm going to be doing shows in Milwaukee, San Francisco, uh, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Um, I think, uh, you know, Crackers in Indiana was added. So uh, let's do that. Come find out when I'm playing by you. Come see me. You know, kick in a few shekels, get some merch Check out uh, the comment board. Get on the mailing list. Uh, get the uh, app. Upgrade to the premium app. I'll keep you in the loop what's going on with the patent troll situation as that unfolds. You know, we did some great stuff with the, uh, you know, you know, generating some momentum around the SHIELD Act. And, uh, and I'll let you know what else is going on. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh. Boomer lives! <laughs>